Hi. Hi, Don. How are you? Good. I'm here. Sorry. Wonderful. Really happy to see you. <laughs> all right. I think I think we're all set to go here. Um, so everyone, I thank you so much for waiting for a few minutes. It's been a Dawn can tell you it's been a little crazy day of difficulties, yes. as it always seems to be when we do live things. But I think um, probably everybody in the universe is going to agree with that one. Yes. So, uh, so first of all, thank you everyone for joining us today. This is uh, Warrior Woman in Business episode number thirty-five. And for those of you that don't know me, first thanks for of those of you that joined the webinar, those of you that are joining us live from Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube. And um, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Jasmine Sandler. I am the CEO and host of Jasmine Sandler Media and Warrior Women in Business. And if you don't know anything about us, we have a strong drive to support women in business and also to support female creatives. And um, so I've asked Don Orlando to be on today as a very strong, what we call Warrior Women in Music to talk about what it's like to be a female entrepreneur and also what it's like to be a female entrepreneur in the music business, but most specifically the rehearsal space industry in New York City. So first, I just want to say hello, Dawn, if you just want to quickly say hello to everybody. Hello, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here. Perfect. So I'm just going to start right in on the questions because we are running. Well, we're not actually running that late, so only a couple of minutes late. So I just want to start in with a question, just so everybody knows, we're going to do about a half hour of Q&A today, and I'm going to be picking Don's brain. And then after that, we're going to jump into Q&A, um, specifically on uh, Facebook and here on the webinar. If you have questions from a webinar perspective, put them in the chat. If you have questions from a Facebook perspective, please put them into the comment box on the live video. So I'm going to just kind of just give you a little actual backdrop about how I know Don, because I think that's important for those of you that don't know. Um, so besides uh, running my agency in Warrior Women in Business, I'm also a very dedicated and passionate, very passionate musician. And um, I have pretty much found that Funkadelic has become my home uh, as a studio rehearsal space in Manhattan. Um, they open uh, their arms very widely and support growing musicians and bands in the local New York City area. So, you know, I've been rehearsing there for, I don't know, Don, <laughs> at least a couple of years with my band and I've become very close with the staff. And um, like I said, to me, it's a second home. And so, you know, in running Warrior Women in Business the last few years, I really tried to bring on women that I thought were really doing tremendous work in, in tough industries. And I came across Don and I said to her, I said, after she told me her story, um, which we're going to talk about today, I said, you know what, man, you should be on this podcast because a lot of women that I know that are solopreneurs and women that are emerging in music, you know, they, they need a community. So that's how we met. Um, I spent a lot of time over at Funkadelic. So, um, so that's first and foremost. So, you know, I wanted to talk to Dawn today about the whole business that she's been in for 30 years, right, Dawn, in this industry where at least in the rehearsal space, it's pretty male dominated. So I think the qu first question is like, what led you to become a female rehearsal studio owner? <laughs> Talk about that. Uh, yeah, so that's a great story. So uh, about 20, actually we're gonna be in business 29 years. So 29 years ago, uh, my roommate said to me, hey, you gotta come meet my bosses. They're really great guys. 
And I said, sure. And I went to Funkadelic. It was located on 22nd Street. It was four months old. Wow. And I met the two owners, John and Tom. And uh, it was love at first sight. And I fell in love with John, who is a bass player. And from that day forward, for the next about 11 years, I was involved um, in the decision making. And, you know, when we would do big things in the studio. Um, and then I took a hiatus for a few years. And then about 11 years ago, I came back. And I, since then, am solely managing and running the studio on a day to day basis. So it all started with a love affair with a bass player. Well, that's a beautiful story, right? <laughs> if you can combine the, if you combined your your passions on both sides, it's a really great story. Okay, so what are you know? We all have challenges on Warrior Women in Business. Not only have we had thirty four other episodes with women, kind of across the board, all different industries, even in government, I've had former politicians on and superstars in business and law, but they all have challenges. It really doesn't matter who they are. So can you talk about some very specific challenges that you've had in your job and how have you overcome them? Well, I will say one of the benefits to running your own business is that you create the environment and the landscape that everybody operates in. So inside of the studio, I don't find too many uh, challenges. But the second I take the show on the road and I go to a club or um, another music venue or somewhere where it is generally male dominated, um, I find that uh, I am the last person consulted oh. uh, in the room. I will walk in with a, you know, a crew of six guys and uh, the people in charge will immediately gravitate to the men I'm with. And uh, I, I will say that they have taken it so far as to when my crew will defer and say, hey, listen, go ask Dawn, they will actually go and ask other members of my crew before they uh. come. So, you know, that's always a challenge. And uh, it's easily, it's, it's easily uh, rectified by just sticking my two cents in and walking over there and saying hi. Yeah. And, uh, I I love that you bring that up, Don, because I think we all come across this as women. I mean, there's just so many studies out um, about women, the lowest, the lower percentages of women being on boards and executive positions. And I'm always shocked every year that it's not like really jumping, you know, and I think you hit the nail on the head. It is, it is about being assertive and being assertive in a male world, but using your female power, which is what warrior women is about. And um, it is making yourself, I think you were talking about like making yourself actually known as, as an equal player or in your case, the actual lead, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I think we, we all can learn from that. So I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, uh, next question. So what are two or three things, it could be two, it's fine, um, that you've learned from this position that you can share on how to be a great owner? Like this doesn't really have to do with, as I was thinking about questions, I was thinking about, not so much leaning on just, you know, that you're in the music business industry, but more about you as a business owner. What are some of the things that you've kind of learned that you could share? I think one of the most important things that I've learned as a business owner is to uh, take a moment, stop, observe, reflect, and then act. Mm. No matter what business um, 
I have been in or what industry I've been in, I always choose fast moving, deadline driven industry. Yeah. Very, very easy to get swept up in that. Yeah. Uh, Parts are moving fast and everybody's doing their thing. And I think that there really does need to be some person in the room that um, has everybody's uh, job uh, responsibilities and duties in their mind and that they stop, reflect, you know, observe, reflect, and then act based on, you know, what's best for the collective. Because, you know, I hire a lot of specialists and yeah. it's great to have specialists, but then they specialize in what they do. So sometimes the connecting of the pieces, that, that sometimes um, is a little challenging. So that's my big thing. My second uh, uh, thing I would say would be listen more and speak less. Um, I, I am not a musician. So every single day that I am in the studio, I learn something. I learn from my clients. I learn from my crew. I learn from my interns. And I hope they're learning from me every day too. But I think that if you speak less and you listen more, you are always on a better, uh, you're always having a better relationship if you're doing yeah. that. And um, I think the really the most important thing about being an owner or a leader is really taking great care of yourself. Huh. I will tell you that all of the businesses that I've owned, whenever I'm taking better care of myself, my businesses are always doing uh, well. Well, I can't applaud you enough for that statement in that I run two businesses in a band and I understand. And we, we as women also are just naturally um, expected <laughs> to take care of things, right? And so that puts even more pressure on us. So I think that pressure needs to be flipped, like you're saying. And, and I love that you, what you said is you've realized that by taking care of yourself, your businesses run better. And I see that all the time. And I, I see that women don't because we're, you know, it's, and, and that has to do with what you're talking about too. It's like that stopping and pausing and deadline driven. Yes, that is my entire world as well. Stopping and pausing and thinking and listening. Um, so I completely agree. And that, that's what makes a leader, right, Don? Because you can't really lead unless you can actually listen. So I think that's great. Okay, next question. Um, what are, besides Funkadelic, are there any other business ventures that you've been involved in or looking to get involved in anything around that? Yeah, so right, I, right now, um, I am also the managing director at a company called Bra Tenders. And they source uh, undergarments for Broadway, theater, television, and they have a large uh, private clientele, uh, career women, business women, women that understand the need to take care of themselves. Um, and then that's how you show up in the world. So wearing proper undergarments is really an uplift uplifting experience. And of course, having the girls be in the right place it always <laughs> makes me get through my, I do a lot of movement in my day. I move yeah. here, I pick stuff up. I, you know what I mean? And I don't yeah, want to, I, do. I don't want them to be part of my day. I just want them to be where they go. And then I can, <laughs> I can manage my whole day. So I found, I, I started as a client there and okay. I was so taken by the work that they do. Cause when you walk in, you're like, oh, it's an underwear shop. Right. But it, so much more than an underwear shop. And it's called Bra Tenders. 
Bartenders, um, okay. Every woman, look at. We'll up. have to put that out. Uh, I have somebody, one of my great staff right now, monitoring this stream. So Evelyn will have to put that out. Bra yes. What is it? Broadtenders.com? Broadtenders.com. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Yes. Okay. You can reach me over there as well. That's perfect. I actually, this, it's funny that we're doing, we're talking about music, but we're actually talking about what supports women. Right. And we're talking about, yeah, everything from, I had a former client, Rachel Braun Cheryl, who's an amazing person who's in the world of female health. And she used to talk about like women from their heads to their toes. And I always thought that was really insightful on her part on how she's on, been on my podcast several times on how we do need to take care of ourselves from head to toe. And, you know, so I love what we're talking about because I think it's, we talk, always talk about business, but there's all of this taking care of yourself. That's just equally as important. Well, I think one of the really important things about women in business is really how we show up. Is that, and I don't mean, and I don't mean to fit into the, uh, the construct of what everyone else thinks, yeah. but how you show up, what makes mm -hmm. you feel good, what look you like, like I'm a woman that doesn't wear makeup, you know, that doesn't resonate with me. Mm -hmm. You know, I, other women, they're all into makeup. They look great. That's what resonates with them. So I think what's important is to really find what resonates with you and that's what you need to rock. Yeah, a hundred percent. So, I mean, we do a lot of, I, I don't do it, but we at JSM, I have stylists that I work with and I've worked with for 15 years for our clients because it's how they look when they get on stage. It's how they look when they're in meetings, you know, and what is their brand and that, yeah, it, it has to resonate and you have to feel like yourself, right? As yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Cool. Okay. So next question. Um, yeah. Your personal background. This is when I always ask, actually, I don't know why I need to look at it just because it's a busy day, but uh, so not everyone can be a business owner. And in fact, I saw an article, I write for entrepreneur.com on and off. And I saw an article the other day that I don't know, I think it was just a fluff article that was being pushed that said, if you're a consultant, you should be a business owner. And I scoffed at it because I don't think that's the case. I think that you have to have certain attributes to sustain yourself as a business owner. So Don, I wonder what led you to contain, to continue to be a business owner before you, you know, you fell in love with the basis and you had this idea. That's great. And that's the beginning and conception, but then there's the hard work. So do you think that there's anything in your personal background that maybe led you to take on this responsibility? of being a business owner? Well, I think, you know, I, it's funny because people said, you know, how did you know you wanted to be an entrepreneur? And I don't think that's how it started. Right. I think when I was about 13 years old, um, uh, I, I got a paper route. And oh, I me too. For <laughs> newspapers. Funny. And, um, and that was like my first, you know, like, wow, like I do this and I make money and it feels good to accomplish something every day. So that was really cool to do as a, as a teenager. Yep. When I started to do the, when I started to get the part-time jobs and I started to move into other fields and when I started to work with people in offices, that's when I realized that I wanted to control the environment. I wanted mm -hmm. to have more say in the landscape. And I, I worked for a lot of corporations. I, I have a 20 year history in a medical administration. So okay. 
worked in very, very collaborative settings. And, um, and some of those settings, the atmospheres were not pleasant. Uh, um, and yeah. I always wanted to create the atmosphere that we were going to work in. So that's what really drove me to be an entrepreneur. Um, I have, I have worked for other small businesses where I take over like a role of like a managing director again, because that's the type of role where you can have a lot of influence on the staff. Um, and you know, I'm the one that comes in and says, Hey, you know, Hey, it's Monday morning. And you know, I have that smile on yeah. <laughs> prowling because yeah. it's Monday morning, yeah. you know? So, so, um, so yeah, so that's, I think what really drove me to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I love it because that, that is it. It's like you find something that kind of excites you. And I think you're right. I think it's like nat more natural and organic than people think that you wake up and you label yourself a business owner. I don't think that's, <laughs> so I think it's really like that. And, and also what's interesting about what you said, if you don't mind, I want to comment on this is that you said the walking in on Monday morning and managing the staff and one thing that I noticed about you over the years that I've been going to Funkadelic before we actually really knew each other is that you have that presence of kind of, I got it. This is kind of managed. And I also noticed without you being there on Saturday nights that all of your staff are happy people. And I think it's because you set that culture. And that is so important as a women business owner. It's, it's difficult um, so I think that's, I think that's an important thing that people can take also away from what you said. Did you have something to add? I forgot. Oh, back up. okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So, um, all right. Um, now I am wearing our new warrior women in business tea that just came out yesterday. I can't wait. Um, it's pretty cool. I'm going to bring, I will bring one over to you. I, Dawn need and I, I need one for me and one for my ceiling. Okay, cool. Oh, is that what you were saying? Your ceiling. Okay, got it. You know, in the studio, I have all the... I am down. I'm down to get that on the Funkadelic yeah. ceiling. Yeah. So um, what I was going to say is um, warrior women, right? So where it, where it came from and how this, especially for those of you that are actually new and you're listening today or watching today, where it actually came from was this kind of idea around supporting women that were that we know are already strong but also need to share that story with others that might be coming up in different industries right and that's what this my mission is kind of all about with warrior women in business to i guess the catchphrase empower women across different industries so the term strong women empowering women warrior women means different things to different people as i ask them so what does warrior women, like when you hear that, Dawn, what does that mean to you? So a warrior woman, woman to me, um, one I think has got uh, a lot of determination and a lot of courage. Um, and I think uh, making connections with builders, people who want to build is really important. Um, I, 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 one of the reasons why I took the position at Broad Tenders is because Bratendas is owned by a warrior woman who, and I love every day that I get to collaborate with her, you know, and we, yeah. you know, it's, it's amazing what you can do on an, your own, but when you have two women yeah, that sure. are moving for the same goals and in the same direction, it mm -hmm. is amazing how far you can go. 
And so I think warrior women to me means determination, courage, and then finding those people, finding your people and collaborating with those other warrior women. Well, you hit the nail on the head because that's what this is all about. It's all about strong women. We had a, I'm in the new incoming president for NABO, New York City. And in a meeting we had last night, which was great, um, my kind of like induction meeting, right? We talked about all these strong women sitting around this table and the current president, who's amazing, Elizabeth Foster, was talking about all of us being in the same ship, all these strong women towards one goal. And I thought to myself, like, this is amazing. And that's the whole point is, is not just being a strong, independent woman. Yeah, that's good. But having other strong women and also empowering and strengthening those other women. That's, to me, what a warrior woman should be doing, right? And I know we're doing that, Dawn, <laughs> which leads me to my next question. So um, we've come together, uh, just so everybody knows. So JS Media has been around for a long time as a digital marketing and branding agency. But my mission for a long time was I really want to support artists <laughs> um, being musicians, bands, but also traditional artists. And so we've come together and we're doing different programs to support artists with Funkadelic. Funkadelic doesn't really, I've been to like every single rehearsal studio, believe me, in New York City. And Funk stands out as a place where they really nurture growing musicians and bands by providing like reasonable rates and great hours and really great staff. And um, it's just something that we would like to support also. So, um, you know, is there anything that you wanna share? I, like I was there a couple of weeks ago with a couple of female musicians that hadn't been there in a long time. And they were like, Jazz, this place is, that's my nickname. This place is great. Like the staff is so nice and we just had a great time. So is there anything you can talk about in terms of supporting female musicians that you've come across that might be helpful for them? Sure. So. Yeah, the studio, like you said, you've been to all the studios in the city. Yeah. And you know, we, all, we all operate the same. We have rooms, we have gear in the rooms. And you know what separates Funkadelic from the rest of them is the community that we build and the support that we provide for the artists that are in the community. So one of, my, one of the things that I'm proudest of is my internship program. Okay. Uh, I run an internship program. Um, there's no age limits, there's no time. There's very few boundaries. It's mostly you donating time to the studio and then the studio, so studio supporting you in what your, you know, what your endeavors are. And what I'm really proud of is it's the opportunity to give women somewhere to get experience. Because yeah. the industry is the classic industry of, well, we can't hire you because you don't have any experience. Well, where do you get experience if mm -hmm. no one will hire you? <laughs> so that is real. That, that is a real thing that, 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 that young artists are faced and they're up against every single day. So my internship program allows interns to participate in all the different areas that, um, that we, that all the different services that we provide. Mm -hmm. And um, it's the way that they get experience. Yeah. Well, you know, that, that's it. And that's it for every industry. So I, um, Evelyn, who's on right now, who's moderating this for me, thank you, Evelyn, um, is a female intern who was looking to get more experience in the music industry. So I've been bending over backwards, 
in the last couple of months to give her and the other female, new female interns that we have at JSM for Artists, a new division, on to give them the most experience that they can and also to be the most uh, transparent with them, right, Dawn? So yes. that they can really know what it is like from a ground up perspective. Um, so I think for anyone, anyone that's listening or watching now, that's a female business owner, you know, it's, it is really up to us to help younger women get experience. And I've been doing that for, I've had an intern program forever, but with this particular program, I'm really trying to support women that are looking to get in the music industry. And it could be as a musician or it could be, there's so many jobs in the music industry, forget it. It could be anything. <laughs> so, um, so again, you know, so JS Media for Artists and Funkadelic now are a true partnership. Um, we're going to be making more announcements on things that we're doing together, include planning an event. <laughs> um, we don't know the date yet, but it will involve live music. Uh, so um, I want to go to questions now. Um, I have Evelyn, a JSM for Artists intern, on taking questions. So if anyone has questions for Dawn or for me, uh, but primarily for Dawn, <laughs> around, around the topic that we've been talking about today, please put them into either the webinar chat, Facebook uh, chat, please, and we'll be happy to jump on them. I, we're just going to need a couple of minutes to see how they come in and address these. I, I want to step away for one second and get a beverage. Go right ahead. One sec. So as we're waiting for questions, I guess I'd like to make a couple of announcements for those of you that haven't heard from Warrior Women in Business in, I think since our last podcast a couple of months ago, we've been super busy. So um, one of the things that uh, we are doing now is we are planning uh, a pop-up event for our Warrior Women in Business gear line, our clothing brand line. So if you want to hear more about that, you know, you just need to go to warriorwomenbusiness.com. Evelyn can put that into the chat somewhere and you can see what we're doing there. Um, and we are also going to be announcing um, opportunities for more of you to who've been reaching out to us to be on the podcast and get involved with events. So again, just head over to warriorwomenbusiness.com and we're going to be sending out uh, new news and emails pretty shortly. And you can just sign up for the newsletter just to let everybody know. Okay, um, let's see if we have any questions for our audience. I'm just checking. Okay, got the questions in front of me. Okay, so this is a good one. Which, so this is for you. Which female business owners or female figures inspire you, Don, from the music industry and beyond? Wow, okay, inspirations. You know, I think, I think for me, um, my inspirations come more from the women that I already know. Mm -hmm. um, my mother was a really big inspiration in my life. Um, and um, I've always had the opportunity to stick myself in situations with very wise women. Um, and uh, I've learned a lot from them. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I am the type that can watch somebody else um, go through the challenges and really learn a lot from their challenges. And I would say uh, women in the music industry, you know what's a really, it's really um, unfortunate 
is that there are not that many females in the music industry that have seen success, not through music, through actual uh, music. I am not in, um, so therefore I'm not performing. I'm not, I'm not doing that type of work. I mean, and there are women, I, I belong to a great organization, women in business, yeah. uh, women in music rather. Yeah, and they, they, they really spent the yeah. last 20 years really building women executives in the industry. Um, but they're kind of my counterparts now. They didn't come before me. So there really weren't any women in the industry to look up to that were not performers. Yeah. No, I, I feel the same way because I speak in the music industry. And um, and I, I, I think that, that, that it's not a problem. Mm -hmm. I always see problems in industries as opportunities. I think it's a big opportunity. Mm -hmm. And I would say, Don, that you're kind of leading that in your own way. Right, because this is you're on today, and you're, and you're a woman that runs a rehearsal space in Times Square. So, okay, and there are some awesome um, female artists have, that have created awesome businesses, like the oh, okay. Taylor Swift. I mean, yeah, right, of course, successes in the industry, mm -hmm. but it, it's it's a it's a derivative of their performance. Correct. So, so yeah, so I think it's a great opportunity now for women to show themselves in the industry and to um, you know to lead. Uh, in places and and the music industry is wide open now for new kinds of companies and and just just new endeavors everywhere. I'm excited yeah. what's going to happen. Uh, well, I am too. <laughs> Believe me. Okay, we got a couple other questions. All right. So, um, oh, someone asked, "What's our best memory, you and I, at Funk?" And I'll just I want to I want to say I want to thank Funkadelic, uh, and then I'll let you talk, Don. But so, what was it? June sixteenth. Was it last week? <laughs> last week, uh, my band, the Silent Fury Band, for anybody that likes good rock and roll. <laughs> I, have to, I love my band. But um, they had us in to do a funk TV live stream. And Dawn was just like, okay, you, go ahead and do it. Work with my staff. And she had no hesitation on trusting her staff, which I thought was fantastic. And so um, they actually, we went into the the audio engineering I guess room and we did a, a live stream concert we were allowed to do all of our songs well not all but all that are going into production which is 11 and um I just had a wonderful experience with the staff they were on it and I'm a keynote speaker and there I just have to say their staff in setting up my mics was the same level as I've had as a keynote speaker at the Jacob Javits Center so for me to get impressed as a speaker is kind of a huge deal. And they just completely professional staff um, from A to Z, from, from pre-event to during the event to kind of following up with me to make sure that everything was okay, uh, really professional. So for me, I uh, just was blown away by the experience. Well, thank you so much. And uh, you know, I, I, I have to say, I'm so proud of them. They, they work so hard, they really, they care. That's the first thing is that they care. Yeah. And they, they have patience. They spend the time and the energy and we have fun. I'm sure everybody was having fun. They were, they, they were they my best fun. audience ever. <laughs> That's right. Because yeah. like I tell everyone, whatever it is that you decide, wherever it is you're putting your time and your energy. I mean, I can't speak for other people where, where I'm putting my time and my energy. I want to be happy. Yeah. I want to have fun. I want to learn and I want to teach. And that's what I expect out of my crew. 
And if you probably picked up, they were learning from each other. Some are, you know, more, some are more, uh, you know, video oriented, some are more audio orientated and they play off each other and they learn from each other. And yeah, it's just, it's just such a great environment. The studio is just such a great environment. And I'm so excited about Pump TV. That is our new COVID, uh, after COVID venture. And I'm, I'm really excited about what that's going to be. Yeah. It has unlimited capabilities, honestly. Yeah. You know, and like I said, I mean, the thing that blew me away or continues to blow me away in general is just, um, whether it's a rehearsal studio or it's any business, the difference maker is somebody who has two MBAs and has been in business for a long time is the leadership and the customer service. And although Funkadelic is a rehearsal studio on the fifth floor in Times Square, it, for me, exemplifies the things that you need to have if you want longevity. So I'll just save that time. Okay, so, um, all right. Um, Okay. What changes, Dawn, would you like to see in the music industry in the next five years, if any? Oh, so I would love to see, um, I would love to see music workers uh, get paid on a salary, on a, on a scheduled salary uh, mm. basis. I would like to see women um, continue to grow in positions of, um, of power and strength and uh, make decisions. I'd like to see more women making decisions. I, I mean, the music industry is awesome for entrepreneurship. There's you know, a million opportunities but um, I think it, it's, it's also important for women to be at record labels and to be at promotion companies and to be at the, at the board meetings. Um, and, and, I, and I really applaud those women that do that because I know how much fortitude it takes to go to work every day and, and work in those environments um, where every single day you have to change the landscape where you are working. Yeah. Well, I applaud you on that one. I like that you talk about the salary piece, Don. Yes. As a musician myself and friends with a lot of musicians, that's and that's why I've really been pushing JSM for artists. I think it's ridiculous, the pay <laughs> system. Yeah, I, I, so it's 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 good that it, looking at it as a as real salary, in other words. I um, you know, our our lives were turned upside down at Funkadelic when yeah. technology appeared and um Musicians gave away music for free. Of course, yeah, of course. That was, you know, you know, the way that our our um, society is set up is that it's unfortunately we put a, a value on things. Yeah. And take a value off of something, and then try and reinstate that value. It's very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. I try and explain to everybody that you don't realize how prevalent music is in your life. Every second. It's everywhere, mm-hmm. and. The same way that uh, retail stores, you know, have people, you're just starting out in the industry, you get more experience, you move up, you, that structure needs to exist in the music industry. Um, yes. And music workers need to be paid. Yes. I like that. And it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, it's funny. I always say, um, <laughs> it's, I don't know. I always say that back in the day, because I love Renaissance art, music. The people back in the day in the Renaissance times were looked at, you know, these people were geniuses, right? Masters, and they were paid 
commissioned in that way. And, and so now the fact that those same geniuses are playing on the subway and getting pennies, it personally bothers me every day. So I think thinking of this now as something, hey, you know what, we need to own this as a business. We need to create structure around it in a way to really support musicians. Because listen, during COVID, I gave money and we played a lot of shows to support Music Cares and all these other nonprofits. And listen, all of those organizations are fantastic, but that is not going to change the economy of the music industry, which is what you're talking about. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. Okay, next question. Um, besides owning a, music, a recording studio, do you have any other musical ambitions? Um, I, I do, I do, um, I do want to really develop funk TV. I really want to unify all of the local artists and yep. try and create a platform yep. for all of them to have an outlet. Yep. Um, so that, that's big on my radar, like immediately. And then what I would like to do a little bit further down the line is I would like to create um, some sort of uh, live music series. Yeah. Um, I that's always been on my radar, and um, yeah, so I would like to create a live music series, maybe six shows a year, something like that. That you know supports young, um, young up and coming artists. Yep. Yep. I love it. I'm just checking the time here. Okay, mm -hmm. and just see if we have any more questions. Um. Okay. I think we have one other question. What advice would you give to young females that are trying to get into the music industry? Just one, one last statement on that. And then I have a couple of announcements. Uh, the, biggest the biggest piece of advice I would give to young women in the industry is boundaries. Figure out what your boundaries are, mm. very clear and stick with them. Yeah. Because this industry does not move forward at night in nightclubs. This industry moves forward during the day in offices Agreed. or at least on conference calls. Maybe offices have changed. <laughs> but um, I really think that boundaries are very, very, very important yep. to conducting yourself uh, professionally. Yeah. I'm so glad that you said that because I, I think that's very important, not just in the music industry, but whoever asked that question in the fashion industry in business. <laughs> Remember we were talking last week about how people dress when they come in on interviews, all of these things. Yes. Super important. It's uh, like you were talking about before, Don. it's how you want to be seen and setting those boundaries and understanding who you are. So uh, a couple of announcements uh, before we end today. So first and foremost, uh, I want to obviously thank Don for being on today. Uh, you've, given, you've given us a lot of great information that I think people can use both women that are either in the music industry or women that are outside the music industry that are entrepreneurs, you know, because I really, there's both audiences here. So I want to thank Dawn. And then I just want to talk a little bit about what um, Dawn and I are doing and what we're doing over at JSM and Warrior Women in Business. So we both equally want to support um, female artists and women in the music industry. So we are coming together in the next couple of months. We don't have a target. We don't have an exact date yet, but we are working on this. And that just means it will happen, right, Don? Um, so we're going to be planning uh, a concert. Uh, it might, we're, we don't know what it's going to look like yet, but it's certainly going to be in the New York area. 
So, and it is going to be intended for two purposes. One is to support musicians and bands, but also to support women in the music industry. So we're going to be announcing different opportunities for you to maybe speak or get involved or volunteer. So if you have, if you are someone that is just as passionate as Don and I about being a woman in the music business industry, please don't hesitate to reach out uh, to my organization. Uh, you could just go to jasminesandler.com. Evelyn can put that into the chat for us. And also through Funkadelic, um, any artists, musicians, uh, bands that are looking to find out a little bit more about the space or even go and test the space, um, please reach out to Funkadelic Studios. We can't recommend them enough. Their prices are ridiculously reasonable. <laughs> and, um, and there's so much creativity that happens there. It's ridiculous. So that's uh, Funkadelic Studios. Evelyn can put that in the chat. And then lastly, uh, our division, JSM, JSM, which is a branding and digital marketing agency that serves executives and entrepreneurs, has a very special arm called JSM for Artists. And we do a lot there to support artists in all of our branding and marketing PR services. We provide discounts. We look to help artists get into opportunities at, at venues and events. So please reach out to us. Again, on jasminesandler.com, you can go to the artist page um, to find out about that. If you are, whether you just need a question answered, <laughs> you know, uh, we can answer it. You know, we can bring you over to Funk. I mean, we're really together trying to do something compelling here. Um, so those are the announcements. Warrior Women in Business, again, we are launching an entirely new clothing line. We're going to be having a pop-up event at Luminary uh, in Manhattan, date not announced yet. So please get in touch with us over at Warrior Women Business. And also there you can find out about new events and podcasts coming up. So again, my name is Jasmine Sandler. It's been such a pleasure, Don, today. And you know, you just gave us so much information uh, and really meaningful. So thank you very much. And I'm sure we'll, we'll be talking we to do a lot of stuff together. So we'll be back. <laughs> yeah, we will be back. And uh, again, anybody that has any questions or if you have a question and you missed this, please um, just reach out to us on any social media channel. Uh, sign up for the newsletter. This episode will be edited as is all our episodes and then available on, on Apple and all of the streaming channels. So signing off from Warrior Women in Business episode 35. This is Jasmine Sandler, Don Orlando. Thank you so much. Signing off. Thank you very much. And everybody have a great day.